Guys, it's that time again. Southern Ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Lee. And I'm Nubby, the amazing turtle. Nubby, it was mentioned on the live stream. I'm pretty sure it was the live stream. I don't know if this was a personal conversation. I can't remember anymore. It's been too long. Uh, at least 36 hours. I said that there was something I mentioned on last week's show about LIM showing up to SCW. Yeah. Did you have a chance to go look and see what that deal I made was? I did not go back, but I started remembering like, okay. bits and pieces. So I did listen back to it because I wanted to know what I said because I tried to be a man of my word because I'm a very honest person like that. And what I said was that if LIM showed up, that I would allow them to host a live stream with me because I was confident enough to where they wouldn't show up. <clears throat> so LIM did show up. And uh, I did not allow them to host a live stream, mainly because I forgot. Because how important is it to remember LIM shit? Very, very little. But um, you mentioned to me that this big card, this big wrestling event that happened on Sunday is something that we had to talk about. <clears throat> it was a lot easier to talk about with somebody who was there. And uh, you threw you threw a name at me, and I wanted to uh, kick you in the head as hard as I fucking could because we talked about this last week about uh, the mistakes you made. Which before before we even get to that, I gotta tell you, Nubby, <clears throat> going back and listening to the show, I realized that I never did thank you for taking care of the show while I was gone, and that I do feel bad about. So I want to apologize for not thanking you at that point. So I want to do it now. Thank you for taking care of JFW while I was gone. Even though you brought on people you shouldn't brought on, you still took care of it, and I do appreciate you doing that. <clears throat> I will be honest with you. I'll be honest with everyone who's listening right now. Yes, the fact that Pac-Man was on the show uh, did bump that up to one of the most viewed shows so far. <clears throat> in the month of April. So it beats out like one other show. So yay to them. They're they're beating last week's show. Um but because I wanna be on because I wanna I wanna be, you know, an honest person, I wanna be a man of my word, because I didn't allow LIM to host the show, even though they snuck onto the fucking live stream, I'm okay with it. Uh I I decided to go with your idea, because I do trust you, to have fucking Pac-Man on this show to talk about uh, that wrestling show that happened on Sunday. What was it called? Night of the Super Wrestler. Night of the Super Wrestler. So Pac-Man's here. Um, he fucking brought a friend, which is fine. Since we are talking about Sunday, and Sunday's the day of the Lord, why not bring a fucking Bible-thumping-looking motherfucker along with him? So uh, he brought, uh, you know, Jesus Jr. I'm assuming that's what J.J. stands for. 
So, uh, Pac-Man, JJ, if, uh, if you're there, now's your time to fucking speak up and, uh, say hi to everybody because, uh, I want to get this over with as quick as possible. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's PX. And Double J. Of the lovely intoxicated men, sitting here with JFW as we're getting ready to go to Monday Night Raw. Gentlemen, it's such a pleasure, especially you, Turtle. Travis, uh, it's it's all right to see, I guess. <laughs> May the Lord have mercy on you, Travis. You had one opportunity to be so fucking cool, and you went cat and kittens. Yeah, Topical fuck. still, three years ago. I mean, that's still relevant, I guess. What's wrong with uh, cat and kittens? Oh, you're all so dumb. Travis? You're so dumb. I hate you all so much. I hate you all so much. This is this is this is so much worse than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> it was bad enough Y'all listening. Ever, like Jesus, because he loves you and so do we. No, trust me. We don't. We don't. There is a song that talks about how Jesus loves all his little children, and uh, we all know that's bullshit. Because you guys, you guys sitting here right now with me is proof that he just accepts some people for what they really are, regardless of the mistakes that even he can make. Amen. But we're not here to talk about we're not here to talk about God. We're gonna talk about Night of the, the Wrestle, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm so fucking scatterbrained at this fucking moment. I still can't remember what the show is called. <clears throat> so, um, Nubby, I I'm gonna let you take the reins and talk with Pac Man about this for a little bit, and uh, I'll fucking just chime in here and there because if I talk to him any more than I need to, I'm gonna throw shit at the wall. Mainly <laughs> playing my computer. Uh, so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to uh, do what the LIM does, but better, and I'm going to uh, drink a beer. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Travis T. All right. Welcome, LIM, once again to the JFW podcast. Now, the reason I brought you on here is because you were at Night of Super Wrestlers. Now, normally, I just have somebody text me results. But this time I wanted to make it a little extra special because, after all, Night of the Super Wrestlers, from what I heard, was a very special event. Um, I assume almost standing room only, possibly. So I wanted someone to come on who was there and talk what about what they saw, possibly what they heard, and just overall give me results at the same time. So, um... PX, you were there. I was. Give me some results. Tell me what you saw. Tell me how you felt about it. Give me the whole thing, brother. So I was there uh, with the Gila Monster. Um, Of course, LIM was able to find a bar right next door. So went there, met up with Hot Rod Daddy Andy, Steve. We met up with Cactus. Muggsy James came by. Hey, 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 I don't give a fuck who you're with. Let's talk about the show so I can get you off of here. Right. Okay. So, God damn it. <laughs> I don't care about your fucking life story here, bro. <laughs> Just tell me about the goddamn fucking matches. All right. So we got to oh, the Oh, I arena. fucking showed up. I walked through a door. I sat in a chair. I faced the ring. I cheered for fucking people. I don't give a shit what you fucking did. Tell me about the goddamn matches, rude. man. All right, so matches. All right, so the show Fucking I breathe today. I fucking wore pants, finally. My mom got them out of the dryer for me. I fucking wore a T-shirt, put my head through the right hole this time. 
Can confirm PX's pants are not ripped yet. <laughs> it's because he wasn't stepping in any fucking rings this time. <laughs> so, results of the show. Okay, so skipping ahead a little bit. So, skipping ahead to what I'm fucking looking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we're doing. So, Billy Wax started the show and um, introduced the concept, saying that there was a prize on the line, and Lockport Joe brought out the prize. What exactly the prize was, it, it's hard to really say, to be honest. Um, but it looked like like a like a skateboard with like lights and stuff. And apparently, everybody that was in the tournament had a reason for what that prize could be used for. It was strictly referred to as the prize. So, round one match was Shogun. Versus Vlad Bladder, Team Vampire, which, in my opinion, was match of the night. Everybody was going crazy for Shogun and Vlad. Vlad came out with some druids uh, dancing at the start. Um, the crowd loved that. Uh, but Shogun defeated Vlad after using holy water on Vlad. The big thing with Shogun is there was something wrong with his hand. And he got to show some of its power. When Vlad went for a strike, it was almost like the force. And uh, Shogun was able to stop Vlad's strike. So that was the first match of round one. Fitness Puppy defeated U.S. A-Hole. Rear, King of Cross Turnia, defeated Destructo. And Jordan Cross defeated the long-awaited Pubic Moose which I showed Nubby the video of it. Pubic mute Moose was an experience. Wait, hold, hold on a second. <clears throat> so this company has somebody called Bladder and Pubic. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> pubic Moose was an experience. That's the big takeaway here. I bet it was for you, buddy. So now we get to the semifinal. We had Shogun versus Business Puppy and Rior versus the Punk Rock Prince Jordan Cross. For these semifinal matches, they introduced a robo-referee, the most precise referee ever seen in professional wrestling. And the thing with him is none of the wrestlers could touch him because if any of the wrestlers touched him, they would be electrocuted. So unfortunately for Business Puppy, he was electrocuted by the robo-referee in his match against Shogun, and Shogun went on to the final. But after that match, uh, Business Puppy was revealed to be the father of some puppies. Billy Wack came out with a box of his children. So... so that dogs gave birth at the Super Wrestlers. Well, they said, and I'm quoting here, some bitch dropped it off before the show. <laughs> Good. Good. So, and going back to Pubic Moose, the interesting thing with Pubic Moose is that was a bit of a heated feud because Jordan Cross was wrestling to get revenge on Pubic Moose's father who totaled Jordan Cross's car. 
Hmm. So there was a lot of history with some of these guys going into the show. Interesting. Now, lastly, before the main event, they showed a video of all of the um, people who had lost in the tournament, and they were going on to uh, talk to Shogun, and Shogun was trying to rally him a little bit to get him behind uh, him going into the match. Um, and also, Rior came out and told the people, thank you for supporting Cross Turnia, and with the prize he'll be able to save his people in a massive war that they're currently engaged in. So during the main event, which was Shogun versus Rior, U.S. A-Hole came out, Destructo came out, and Jordan Cross came out to support Shogun, but they were ran off by Pubic Moose, and business puppy. But in the end, while Shogun was trying to avoid using his hand, he used his hand, struck Rior, and knocked him out for enough for the three count. And Shogun walked away with the prize. Now, to be, again, we don't know exactly what the prize does. But when Super Wrestlers 2 happens, on August 27th at Concord Music Hall, maybe we'll have a better idea on if that helps his hand. Well, I was going to say that again. There's another show set up. There is another show that they that Billy Wack announced at the end. So Super Wrestlers 2 is happening Sunday, August 27th. Okay. Now we make sure to make a note of that, man. Noted. Beautifully noted. Also, since I already interrupted you, um, I know this is just straight up audio, but obviously we're recording this through video and Skype and everything. And your fucking uh, buddy there keeps creeping into the back, feeling like he's left out and shit. I mean, I get that you're a selfish person. You want everything to be about you. Why don't you include him in your fucking image? Tell you what, you know what happens? Turn the fucking phone sideways. And you'll both be in this shot. Whoa. Oh! Oh, hey, damn. It's what, me. Now he's fucking included. Look at that. There what he an is. Interesting concept. <laughs> Technology these days, man. It's crazy. TikToks and all that. The, the, the Instagrams. Get to know. <laughs> what, what shirt you wearing there? Matt Riddle. You know, gotta support oh. our the best bro of the LIM, Matt Riddle. Oh, is he a fucking LIM too? I got the chat head. We're going to try to induct him tonight. God, that's why I don't like that <laughs> fucking guy. I knew there was something. I got Austin, so we'll, I'm sure Austin would be in the LIM. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'd fucking the LIM. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, continue, continue with the fucking results. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got you off track. I forgot you, you're not focused. I'm interrupting, Travis. Come on, yeah, Travis. Yeah, We're trying to read yeah. results here. Yeah, fuck me for contributing on my own show. That's my bad. Very rude to your guests. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that was the rest Guess. of the results. You're that nubby fucking uh, guest. Not co-host. Fucking guest. <laughs> Language. So, I will say, you know, kind of like some last-minute things. Um, the crowd was eating everything up. Like, the crowd was hot all night. You know, we sat in a section where 
Lots of chants were being started naturally. LIM sitting with people starting chants. Um, there was a lot of big local people in the crowd, uh, people from the LWF as well, different promoters from different companies also checking out the show. Was um, Acid there? I didn't see him. No. Um, no, shame. I, I know who was there. Huh? I know who was there. I know who, who was there. Who was there? Your favorite of all time. Damien Saint? Not that guy, the other one. Max Holiday? Yes. Fucking longest reigning three-time SCW champion? Fuck yeah. That guy? He'll never be LIM. He could be LIM. No, he, he'll, he'll never join your fucking cult. What if we bought him a beer? That, you know? You mm. can fuck it over a beer. Yeah. He's a whiskey guy. See, you already don't know him. Oh, how dare you. We could drink Old Fashions. We could drink Old Fashions, whatever he wants to drink. Yeah. I'll shot for shot with yeah. him for whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Challenge him to a fucking shot uh, contest, bro. I will. You're getting mm. a title shot. <laughs> who, uh, who who else was at the show? So, um, let's see. I, we sat in a section with Steve, C-Red, um, Hot Rod Daddy Andy was there, um, Cactus Rack was there, Muggsy James was there, um, Chris Dixon was there. So, lots of names from, like, the local scene as well. Ran yeah. into Braylon, ran into Russell all the time. Um, so, we hit, we made sure to hit a shuffle with them. But lots of... So, lots a lot of, of, like... Yeah, so a lot of Russell League, IPW, yeah. guys like that. Any, uh, anyone from RPW besides you guys? I don't know why I have to fucking conclude that. Uh, or Steve. Jay Beck was there as well as uh, Nuke. Okay. So we were, they were all in our section. So awesome. lots of, lots of familiar faces at night of the Super Wrestlers. Cool. So how was the experience overall? The experience overall was great. The Concord Music Hall is such a unique venue for a wrestling show, kind of like Steam Hollow. Um, because traditionally, you know, obviously it's just for music. Um, but, you know, they had that stage, and they had, like, a video board and stuff. The production was top-notch, um, and the crowd was loud, and um, such a great place for a wrestling show. Nice. So, is that it? That is all. Nice. Awesome. So, who ended up winning the tournament? Uh, Shogun. And they never revealed what that uh, thing is officially going to be for. They're going to wait until August. So the prize, everybody entered the tournament with mm -hmm. the prize in mind, helping whatever they need in a certain way. Okay. Um, Shogun's had issues with his hands. Rior has been, thinks it could help save Crosternia. Um, so, yeah, who knows what exactly the prize does. But we know it's in the hands of Shogun. So maybe by Super Wrestlers 2, we'll find out what exactly it does. Perfect. Awesome. Nubby, you got anything else for him? Um, I don't think I do. 
Okay. I'm going to do this because I'm a nice fucking guy. Go ahead and tell people where they can find you on social media if they want to see the shit that you guys do. Gladly. <clears throat> oh, you can find the LIM on Facebook under the lovely Intoxicated Men, Rocket Pro Wrestling Superfans. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as we underscore R underscore B underscore LIM. Simple as that. And if you see us, we might be on Tinder, too, so you can swipe right. <laughs> I'm on Christian Mingle. Solid fucking choice, bro. It's a, good thing. It's, a, it's a good thing you stay away from Bumble, because that site does allow women to make the first move. And, you know, yeah, we you have no chance. Swiping on us, we have to leave it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, you know what? This wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Don't fucking high-five yourselves. Why you got to make this worse? <laughs> you know, we wouldn't have problems if you were just fucking normal. But we're lovely and intoxicated. Fucking slapping hands like children and shit. <sighs> well, All right, stop. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's what we were doing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to regret this. I'm starting to fucking regret every fucking bit of this. Um, I do appreciate you guys coming on and talking about the wrestling show. It does help us out, so I will give you credit where credit is due. It looks, I love how the fucking image is frozen, and it looks like they're going in for a fucking kiss. <laughs> it was just a lot. You just froze making eye contact for way too fucking long. And it's just like careless whispers fucking going on in my head right now. Like, oh, there's the fucking magic. Man, if but, I had to do. <laughs> Don't worry, I brought it. So, I, I will be honest, and I will be real here for you guys for a moment. I know that we have a lot of problems between each other. Mainly because you guys are idiots. But. Hey, I have a master's degree. Who gives a shit? About right. What's your master's degree in? Uh, higher education in Christianity. Yeah. Fucking hey. This whole world's gonna burn. Alright, I wanna get this out because the longer I wait, the more I'm not gonna fucking do it. Thank you for taking the time out to help out the JFW. Not only with this match card, but also helping out two weeks ago, hosting the show with fucking Nubby. So if you guys want to hear more about the LIM and their experience in the podcasting world, go back and listen to the show two weeks ago. Nubby is the bus driver part two. Or you can go on to YouTube and search the Power Hour, and I do believe they are the most watched uh, episode of the Power Hour, so they should be at the top of the list if you sort it that way. I don't know what I don't know when you guys were on. I think it was like late last year, maybe, or earlier this year. I can't fucking remember. It was earlier this year, yeah. January. Yeah. So you can find them there. You can find them at fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling. Uh, next show is what, May 5th, I think? May 6th. May 6th. May 6th. May 6th. May 6th. I, sh- I should know because I will be there. Uh, alright, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, go enjoy fucking Monday Night Raw. 
Uh, go enjoy fucking wrestling. Um, I'm trying to be as nice as possible. Doing a good job. Yeah, it's just really fucking hard, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, thanks again, guys. I do appreciate it. Uh, pray to God this is the last time I fucking see you. Well, you'll see you on May 6th. Yeah, I guess I will, won't I? You will. (laughs) Stay intoxicated. You guys take care. Have a good night. See you, Travis. Yeah, get off my show. Fucking leave. Thanks again, guys. Oh, they're done. Fucking leave. There we go. See, I I can be a nice fucking guy. Be nice. Not, Not bad. As long as they're just not being dumb, we're good. See, when, 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 when we can have a conversation like we just did, everything's fine. But once they start doing stupid shit, like posting videos of, oh, freaking, freaking dollars, it's like, no. No. Dumb. Uh, I want to dive into everything else that we have to talk about, but before we do, I can't go any further without mentioning that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com, the one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether they're graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to their website, CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics. You can use the discount code FREAKNET. They'll save you 10% on your entire order. Again, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, save 10% on your entire order. If you're a YouTube uh, user and you like to bid and buy outright just on uh, eBay, I'm not, I don't know, I said fucking YouTube. If you're an eBay user and you like to purchase your comics through there, they have four different eBay accounts and you can find links to all of them at their website, cardcomics.com. And whether you win in a bid or you buy it outright, you can use our discount code at their eBay accounts and you save 10% there as well. Uh, again, cardcomics.com, proud sponsor of our show. Awesome. Okay. Hi, right, Nubby. I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm still calm. I'm not. I'm not irate. I'm not frustrated. Everything's still good. good. I fear. I, I fear that they're fucking growing on me, and it scares the scares the hell out of me. Hey, I. You know what? We killed two birds with one stone. Let's just we say did. that. We did. We were able to get in person. Oh, you know, I forgot to ask. Uh, well, he said he sent you the video. Did they ever mention, uh, because I know you sent me the video, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but with that pubic moose carrying that basket. Is there any mention of what's in it? I don't think so. They mentioned that. Okay. Well, next time you talk to him, you ask him, because I'm curious. Um, okay, uh, let's dive into uh, CSW from this past Friday. You know what? That's a good idea. Thanks, man. See, you're good. You're good today. Well, I'm very calm right now. Very, very, I'm very calm. Uh-huh. Everything, everything is goose frabo. Goose frabo. Goose frabo. How did they get water on there and it wasn't even together? Uh, you got water on what? On my my notes. Hell's bells, brother. But they weren't touching. (laughs) Maybe they did and I just didn't know it. Oh, well. All right. So CSW happened this past Friday with, um, what was it called? I forgot. Second Coming. 
Second coming. See, you're better. See, you're on top of the ball today. I literally just listened to last week's show today, so it's not like I remember from last week. Oh, okay. I just remember the second coming because we won't really confirm what the second coming was, and we assumed it was Rhino. Who knows? We still don't know. All right, so the show started out um, as normal with general manager Steve Arend. Uh, welcomes everybody, you know, as he does, only to, oh, no, uh, he wanted to present two championships, two updated championships for certain champions. Uh, so he called out Steve Boz and um, Sierra. Boz got a new Metro Division championship, and Sierra got a new women's division championship. Very awesome. Now, what do they do? What do they do at the time they retire? Um, maybe put them in the trophy cases. If they have I, always, I always wondered about that. I mean, I guess I could easily ask uh, SCW, like when they went from CSW Southland to SCW, maybe I'll ask them, like, what they did with that old title. Well, wasn't it when it was CSW Southland, it was still the SCW? CSW title? I don't know because, well, so when I remember, because the very first SCW show I went to was when Marche Rocket was the current CSW champion and they vacated that title and awarded him with a new title. So I don't think that title is the same as the one that Axel Rico currently holds. Well, no, that one's definitely new. Yeah, but I don't. I think CSW Southland and CSW. I think they were were completely different, uh, like title, like titles and everything. According to what, according to what I was told, yeah, that the CSW champion did go or was supposed to go down to CSW Southland to defend the title, Hmm. but then I guess uh, you know backstage stuff happened and they just broke apart. Oh, but, but they did have their title up there, CSW, and then they ended up getting an update um, when Brubaker, I think, won. Or no. Or it might have been Vic Capri. I can't remember. I was there to present the belt. That's all I remember. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'll have to ask because I am curious on how it is because, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't m- notice many indie companies like any companies that I've been to at least uh, I've never seen them re- replace or upgrade titles it's usually just that title um, so yeah just like, I mean because I know I've seen like Terry Allen you know do promos online and you can see a POW championship you know sitting behind them and it doesn't look that much different than the current POW championship so yeah I was just, I was just always wonder. I always wonder like what they do with the titles and everything I mean, good question. Yeah, I got some good ones up here. So if I know they're listening, so um, yeah, what what did you do with the titles up, uh, uh, CSW and Southland? Yeah, let me know. Yeah, throw throw some answers here. Yeah, tell Travis and then he'll tell me. Yeah, let me know. (laughs) Okay, uh, CSW Steve's in uh, in the ring presenting two new titles to uh, Boggs Boz. 
Not Boggs. Boggs and uh, even Sierra. Awesome. Yeah. Just out of curiosity because, I mean, we saw on Facebook how she sliced her finger. Yeah. Is that with the old title or the new title? The new title. <laughs> Such a bad omen. I know, right? <laughs> that sucks, though. Yeah. Anyway, go um, But it was only to be interrupted by TJ Steele and Eric Schultz. And TJ Steele is the guy suing uh, Steve because he got injured. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so while that's going on, um, TJ, would, I guess, gave a shirt or two to uh, Sierra and then try to give one to Boz. You know, apparently, supposedly, now, I don't know how this, if this is true, TJ may have been the guy to front the money to get the new titles. Really? Possibly. That's what he's saying. But who knows? He could be a liar, just like his lawyer. Liar, lawyer, lawyer, liar. <laughs> um, a lot of, you know, bullshit talking and everything. And then uh, Sierra and Joey Avalon end up leaving. They had some, I think they had some kind of argument during that time. So they just took it, took it to the back and decided to be alone. But, um, it was then, um, when, uh, Schultz was helping, uh, Steve Boz with his new title, putting it around his waist, only to be attacked by Victor Nestra. Uh-huh. And then, uh, Nestra took the title. He stole the title. Um, in, well, during, before that happened, however, uh, Schultz and Nestra were putting the boots to Boz. Um, TJ looked like he was uh, trying to, you know, stop them, but we all know he really wasn't. And then that, then TJ, uh, Eric Schultz and Anistra walked out together, leaving Boz hanging. You know, TJ's supposed to be family to Boz, and... I, it's weird how, like, Championship opportunities, not even just the championships, but the opportunities could change somebody that fucking quick. I mean, obviously, you've been in the business long enough now, but you know how, like, championships can come between fucking family, friends, tag team partners, and shit like that. And, I mean, he had his opportunity against Axel Rico. Unfortunately, he did get injured during the match, so, I mean, he tried to, he tried to finish it. It just didn't go his way, and, all of a sudden, he wants to betray everyone close to him and blame everyone else for, you know, you know his mistake. You know, it it it, it sucks. Um, I know. I mean, obviously, it's part of the business. We see it fucking everywhere all the time. But it's just nutty to think that okay, because you messed up, you landed wrong, you got hurt. All of a sudden, you want to sue an indie company for what was he looking for ten million dollars or some goofy shit? Some shit like that. Yeah, that was a ridiculous amount of money. And then going against, you know, fucking Boz, who he's been close with. Or, I mean, yeah, that's money, Petty. power. Yeah, it's pettiness. Exactly. Fucking pettiness. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it just, it just sucks. Nothing will ever come between us, though. <coughs> right. We're tight. We're fucking tight. I hope so. Not even LAM. Fuck LAM. 
Trust me. I don't, I don't worry. I talked to Freiburg over the weekend. I'm going to get you out of this. As far as, as, far as, as, as far as we know, you were in distress. You had no choice, so don't worry. I had a choice. No, you had no fucking choice. Yeah. If you can prove that, let me know. I'll find a way. Of course you will. So, first match, um, it was the two out, of, two out of three falls for the tag team titles. Oh, excuse me. As Big Mood took on the Hate Keepers. Um... Big Mood got the first fall right off the bat. And then the Haykeepers got out their fall later on. And apparently I must have missed the feet on the ropes. Because I watched the footage and I'm like, oops. And then um later on, well, actually it wasn't too far after that. Um I got hit in the face by Jack Moody. It was on accident, his part. I got pulled in. I probably should have done something about it, but again, I was knocked the fuck out. And then later, another referee came out only to get, he got squashed. And then, well, there was no other referees available. Well, it, I, assuming there weren't, I don't know where the other two were. I'm going to have to have a talk with them guys as senior official. Um, because Steve ended up having to, Get out of his chair at commentary on one end of the building, mind you. Walk all the way back to backstage area through the crowd. Standing room only crowd. And then he found a ref shirt. And he decided to put put it on and come on out and try to be the referee. How do you do? well, he attended to me first to make sure I was okay, tried to get me up so he didn't have to do it, went to the other referee, tried to get him up. And then when Steve officially got in the ring, the first thing that one of the haykeepers did was push him. So Steve pushed back. I, I believe it was, uh, you know, it was justified. You get pushed, you got to push back. See, and the, then, old, the old me would have said Steve was an idiot. For ever even getting involved in to begin with it, but after IPW, I uh, I, I agree with you. Justified, you gotta stand up for yourself. Don't take crap from nobody. Don't go looking for a fight, but prepare to have one if needed. Right. See, you're learning. Yes, I am. See, I I could change my ways, developing into a good person, better person. I've I've always been a good person, but a better person. Yeah, a whole lot of people to impress right now. Because there's a lot of people that listen that think you're an asshole. They well, those them. people can fuck themselves, nubby. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean they're right. I, I can always be better. Uh, so um, then when the haykeeper went to go punch Steve, Jack Moody intercepted, and. It went into their finish for a big mood to take the win. Um, as I was getting up, the other referee got up. Steve looked at us, and we decided to just count the three at the same time. And we did, and there was no doubt we have new tag team champions in big mood. Congrats to them, you know. Congratulations to Mattel Valentine capturing his first title. 
in CSW, his home, um, being only in the business for a couple of years. So it's always good to win your first title in your home where you train yeah. at. Oh, I agree 100%. What was your first title? Where? Well, what? So my first title was the Battle Royal title of a, of a company I will not name. Okay. Because, I I mean, obviously I don't think Elite Pro lasted long enough for you to have a title opportunity or, or a title victory. No, um, I, and I don't, and I don't really see me and uh, my partner ever getting tag titles. I think we're more of a joke. So, <laughs> yeah. And then he was gonna go up to being a singles guy anyway. So then I would have got the shaft again. So. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not, uh, you're not, you're not holding your belt during this, man. It's uh in the bag right now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Special occasion kind of thing. Yeah. Like cufflinks. Yes. Or a belt. Right. Um. So uh, next match, balls count anywhere. Uh, Chris Miller versus the dog based bastard, uh, Greg Murray. Um. This was not all on um IWTV because they left the building. Oh no shit. Chris Miller decided to throw um, Greg Murray into the car, into the trunk of a car, threw the referee into the car, and they took off. Um, There is footage, and I believe there's more footage to come about um, throughout probably the month on Chicago Style Wrestling on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, This will be footage not on IWTV. Um. So we don't know where they went, and they were gone for a long time. So Steve uh, ended up going on the, uh, the mic and said that we're going to start the next match until they can figure out where the hell they were. Yeah. So the scramble ended up being next. Um, J.J. Garrett defeated Joey Avalon, Duke Montgomery, Joey Mayberry, and Shane Hollister. Um, next match. Um, Conan Lycan defeated Adam Stallion. Um, now, I said it last week that I didn't think this was a bright idea by Steve because Adam Stallion compared to Conan Lycan. I mean, but got to give Adam Stallion credit because he held his own and came just short of of the victory. He had some good moments in there where we thought he was going to win, but Conan Lycan just had a little bit more power than he did, and Conan Lycan got the victory. But it's not surprising, though. Yeah, yeah. But I think Am Stallion um, keeps improving every show, every match he has. So he has a future in this business, and I think he'll be a champion before we know it. After that match, all of a sudden, Chris Miller and uh, Greg Murray came back, and they fought um, some more in the ring, and uh, Dogface Bastard, Greg Murray, got the victory by throwing Chris Miller through a table. How long were they gone for? I say they were gone for a good hour. Wow, man. Who knows where they went? 
<coughs> All right. Um, Mario Pardua and Steve Boz and Marche Rocket got their victory over Team Sexy and Victor Nestra. After the match, Steve Boz uh, got his bat, belt back from Nestra. So, got some revenge and got his belt back. Um, who knows what's going to happen after this? Are we going to finally see a Metro Division title match between the two? Who knows? All right. Uh, the women's match, the women's title match, Sierra retained her championship against Shelly Benson and Shalance Royale. Um, phenomenal voice again. Love it. Can't get enough of it. You can hear her outside. It is so good. Um, there was some interference, of course, by uh, Avalon and Schultz. Schultz still bitter about Benson, Shelly Benson and everything, so he uh, cost her the match. Uh, Rhino defeated Solomon Tupu in a very interesting um, match as they were on the outside a lot. Now, as an official, I am to use my judgment. Yeah. And now, normally, if they're on the outside, senior I senior official. Make sure you say senior, senior official, man. That means senior, something. Senior official of Chicago style wrestling. It is yeah. up to me to you know make judgment calls, and I decided not to count the ten count mm-hmm. while they're outside. I stayed outside with them, trying to get them back in the ring, but I didn't want you know. This match to end in a count-up. The fans deserve better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I kind of have a little regret about it because um, Rhino decided to grab a fan's water bottle and basically shove it so hard in Solomon Tupu's face that I got hit with water. While it was a great cool-down, I got hit in the eye. <laughs> that was a great cool <laughs> But I got hit in the eye. <clears throat> and I think some got my ear, too. I don't know how that happened. but it, Oh, damn. How did you not disqualify him? Oh. I probably should have, but Shiny right. went, I probably would have got gored. It's one thing It's one thing to get, like, you know, water thrown on you, but once you get in your fucking ear, I mean, shit, you don't get that out. But I, I mean, let it go. The, Think about the series finale of fucking Kramer, man. The only reason they ended up in jail is because Kramer had water in his ear, man. Hmm. That's a fact, Jack. Ah, uh, well. well, how, did you, okay, well I, guess, I guess I can't say how is Rhino because you didn't meet him the last time he was at uh, CSW. Yeah. But cool yeah. fucking dude, I'm guessing. Oh, great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Um, yeah, so Rhino got the victory, and who knows what will happen if, um, maybe Rhino will be back sometime soon, we're hoping. I mean, he's a fan favorite. I mean, he's known in Chicago big time, and he, he's, like, got a home at POW as well, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, after all, he did gore three-time former SCW champion, Max Holiday. Longest reigning SCW heavyweight champion, Max Holiday. But he did retain that POW championship, so. True. A win's a win, right? 
100%, especially when you're the longest reigning three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion, Max Holiday. All right. Um, Heather Reckless in Hades X1X um, defeated Sky Blue and Cypher. Um, a lot of shenanigans led up to the finish. Um, a low blow by Heather Reckless, followed by a chair. And then uh, Cypher pretty much uh, had a bit of a tap out, uh, pass out moment as he was put in the uh the Koji Clutch. I Hades X one X. Yeah, Hades made his return last month, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then um Sky uh got on the mic after the uh the match and addressed the crowd saying pretty much uh this will be her last CSW show for a while. I mean, as she's officially all elite. I mean, we kind of already knew that, but it's, like, official in paper. So, she's going to be touring a lot now with AEW. Um, it, it was an emotional time. A lot of tears. Um, I wish her the best of luck in AEW. I knew she was a star from the moment I met her. Um, hopefully yeah. she'll finally get a title, you know, win, an actual win, hopefully soon. Uh, that would be awesome. She's yeah. a phenomenal superstar. Yeah, I wish I, like, yeah, I just, I just wish I had an opportunity to go see her at CSW before, uh, she has to take this extended break, but hopefully she has come back and I do get a chance to see her. But I mean, I've always heard positive things from Steve and you about her and everything. He really did never ask her if she listened to the podcast yet. So I mean, that's whatever, but he at least gave her a business card, right? Um, no, just say no. You just be honest, man. Can you imagine if she got that card and start, you know, showing it to people at fucking AEW? Ah. Oh, missed, op- missed opportunity right there. Yeah, it's okay though. Uh, we do wish her luck and everything. So yep. that's, I mean, good for her. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the main event, Big Capri versus CSW champion Axel Rico. Um, back and forth match, hard hitting. Axel Rico gets the win. And then when they were about to shake hands after the match, I'm sure you can guess who interrupted. The gatekeepers. Those jerks. <laughs> the hate keepers. Yes. Uh, Conan Lightman, or Lightman, Lightman, uh, Solomon mm-hmm. Tupu and the other two guys. Um, they. Er, and Shane Hollister as well. Um, they all went out there. Um, but Steve declared order on the mic, and he, uh, Marco Anthony came out, Mulligan came out, Cody James came out, trying to separate everybody. There was a big, I even went out there with the other refs, trying to separate them, and then, uh, Axel Rico, actually challenged Conan Lycan to a TLC match next month. Oh, there we go. 
And then just when they were about to fight again, you know, we all got in the middle of it. I had to talk Axel Rico down. I'm like, wait till next month. Just wait till next month. That's all you got to do. Don't get yourself injured now and then have an excuse on why you, lo- on why you lose next month. So stay healthy. <laughs> Yeah, it. I mean, especially like you know, being a. I don't know how old Rico is, but if I say young champion, am I that far off? He's pretty young. Yeah. Uh, biggest thing they gotta learn, especially being in this business, mind games happen all the fucking time, and people are gonna do whatever they can to fucking get your mind wrong, you know. But it's up to you to get your fucking mind straight, focus going into the match, you know, clear headed and everything. Don't worry about fucking mind games. You know, and being frustrated, you know, just get to the match, focus on the fucking match. Because, you know, guys like, you know, Joey Avalon, Aaron Xavier, uh, fucking Look at Dreamwood, Vic Capri, those guys and everything. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, well, I guess we'll talk about Dreamwave here in a minute. Um, you just, uh, they know how to fucking play those games. They've been wrong, long round, uh, round enough to get you, you know, off kilter. And that's when they get those opportunities. I mean, look what Aaron Xavier did to Hunter Payne to get that SCW championship, you know? So, fuck, look what Avalon did to hold on to that fucking CSW championship for so long. Yeah. Yeah. He did so. a lot of shit. Yeah, so Rico, he needs to learn fucking quick and early that everything's fucking mind games when it comes to your opponent. Just focus on the next match, you know? Focus on getting there without all these fucking distractions. Definitely. All right. Um. So everything calmed down, and Steve announced. Uh, we have two guests coming next month: Alexander Hammerstone and Shaza McKenzie. Excellent. So that is the end of CSW for today. Of course. Until next month. When's uh is it the twentieth or not the nineteenth, whatever? I think so. Yeah. Third Saturday or third Friday. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's always typically like the Saturday before SCW. Third, third or the Friday. Friday before SCW, yeah. yeah typically. They're, they're unless uh, subject to change, you know. Uh-huh. Alright, so before we get into the Dreamwave, um I mentioned on social media today. Um, a year ago today, actually, I defeated Joey Roth for the IPW Chicagoland Championship. That's true. I, I dethroned the supposed longest reigning IPW Chicagoland Champion. Is it still called the IPW Chicagoland Champion? No, it is now the Rocket Pro Championship. Yeah, I know, but you kept saying, you kept, you kept saying IPW. Because at that time, it was still IPW. Oh, okay. I'm on board now. I got you. I got you. Okay. I mean, prior, before the month before that, though, I mm-hmm. defeated him in five, under five minutes with no oh. issues. And then I defeated him a year ago today, despite, you know, getting hit in the leg before the match, and he tried to take me out. But I still beat him. Mm-hmm. Took the title and dethroned him. The supposed ruler of the world. And then we all know what happened after that. Vacated the title. It became Rocket Pro's 
title and and how about that? I am now the Rocket Pro Chicago Land Champion. It's all full circle shit, man. It's fucking beautiful. And I know Joey Roth is gonna try and spin it. Well, it only happened in front of ten people. Look, man, I don't care if it happened in front of two squirrels who are brain dead. It happened and it's on video. So yeah. <laughs> hey, I only need one witness and proof. That's it. Just ask uh ask our lawyers. He's always going to make up excuses. But he was crying that day when I beat him. So, yeah. Quit trying to justify it. Just take it. All right, bitch. You're going to lose Stephen <laughs> um, and Shelly anyway. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me. I want, I want to say something real quick. <clears throat> now that you bring up. Uh, <laughs> now that you bring uh, him up and everything. And it's completely. Off topic from fucking everything, but it has been something that's been happening more often lately than anything, and I I think it does need to fucking stop. Um, I get that some people don't like certain companies, and that's fine. You know, I get that people love their companies so much that they want to do what they can to badmouth and belittle any other fucking company. Just stop. Like, I mean, it's unnecessary for people to say that their company's better than another fucking company or their company needs to be the place to be and not worry about going to these other fun companies that can't do what we do. It's like, it's like everyone has their own fucking budget to work with and everyone has their own fucking area they can work out of and everything. And to sit there and tear down another company just to make yourselves look more important or to make yourselves feel fucking better is ridiculous and dumb. I guess not the owners doing it, it is the wrestlers are doing it, but it's not a character thing, it's not a storyline thing, it's them wanting to fucking be petty and say shit against another fucking company. I think it's dumb, I think it's stupid, I've heard it multiple occasions, I think you and I have talked about this before, on how as a wrestling community, we should all work together to build each other up to get fans out to our shows on a regular fucking basis. Um, God, I can't believe I'm going to fucking say this. Perfect example is the LIM coming out to fucking Southland Championship Wrestling, posting that they had a good time and they'd love to go back again and everything. Like, those are the kind of things you want. You want fans who are going to go to Rocket Pro Wrestling, IPW, SCW, CSW, ARW, Dreamwave, uh, Backbreaker Wrestling, you know, JWA up in Wisconsin, PPW up in Wisconsin, wherever fucking wrestling is, POW Entertainment, all of them. You should be able to have the opportunity to tell people, hey, you know, we don't wrestle this Saturday, but next Saturday they have a show here. You know, check that out, you know. Oh, you know, uh, we don't have a show this week, but our champion also defends the championship at this company. Make sure you check them out when we're not running. It's so simple to help fucking people out. And yet for some reason people have to be petty and say, Oh, well, those people aren't as good as us. Oh, that, that, they're not as talented as us. They don't get as many fans as we do. They don't have the production that we're like, fuck that. Like, wrestling is great all around. It doesn't matter if somebody is fucking hooking up an iPod to a fucking speaker, 
blast the music to someone to enter to a fa- to a group of thirteen people, or somebody has this big ass production with this fucking sound system and Titan Tron to five hundred fucking people. It does not fucking matter. Wrestling is wrestling, and if you're a true wrestling fan or you truly love this business, you should respect that instead of trying to tear down another fucking company and jeopardize their livelihood and another place for wrestlers to go and enjoy themselves and get more experience and wrestle other fucking talent. Now, if you think I'm wrong, please uh, share, but uh, I, I just think that shit needs to stop. You're not wrong. Thank you, buddy. I mean, you've wrestled for, I don't know, I'm going to assume at least a dozen different fucking companies in your career. Yep. Some have great productions. Some really don't. Some have fucking sound issues. Some have fucking ring issues. Some have issues with people showing up. Like, everyone has fucking problems. But it's still wrestling at the end of the fucking day. And whether it be 13 people or 500 fucking people, they're going to be entertained regardless. And you're going to go out there and put out a great show. And it makes no sense for somebody to tear down another fucking company just because they feel that they fucking can. And if it's in your character, hey, great, so be it. But there are times when you can tell it's you being a character and times you can tell it's just you being you. And it's a fucked up thing when it's you being you. So let's let's move forward from the idea of thinking you're better than other fucking companies and just be supportive of the wrestling fucking business. Right. Yeah. All right. So you just reminded me of something I talked about last week on uh, social media. Okay. It's going to sound a little political. Mm -hmm. This is not what we do here, but it needs to be addressed as well. I get it that there are gimmicks that, you know, have a little bit of political in it, but if your gimmick does not need or has anything to do with the outside world, shut the fuck up and keep your politics outside. There's no need to be waving flags of your favorite fucking president whether it's one side or the other, or if you're a fan sitting out there, if you're bored by a fucking promo or a segment that's going on, fine, yell boring. Yell all the fucks and shit you want. But if you have to yell out a political statement because and it has nothing to do with it, you're just being a dick. Yeah. Check your personal shit at the fucking door and have a good time. Yeah. Wrestling is an escape. Yeah, I, it, it's funny because uh, I actually, uh, I went on personal life here. I went on a date last night with an actual woman. I know, crazy, right? And we actually had a brief conversation about uh, politics and, um, and um, uh, like, social gatherings and, like, uh, pop culture and shit like that. And, like, listen, like, when I go to a White Sox game, I want to go and watch baseball. I don't want to see people having their political agendas there. It's the same thing with the wrestling business. Like, I mean, I, I know who I like, and I know who other people like, and that's fine. I don't talk to them about my beliefs just as long, just as, long as they don't try to shove their beliefs down my throat. That's great. Leave it out of fucking wrestling. I want to see fucking two dudes just beat the shit out of each other in the fucking ring and somebody win a title at the end of the fucking night. I'd love to do that without hearing about your feelings on what bills passing and what fucking house and, and what program, what politicians trying to create and everything. Like, none of that should fucking matter. 
It's like Nubby says, leave your personal life outside the fucking business. It's weird. Like the deeper I get involved in all this stuff in this wrestling company, I never realized how much drama is actually in this fucking business, but it's all personal petty shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I hear like, you know, oh, this person doesn't work with this person. This person hates this fucking person. But then you can still see them go out there and have a good match where they're still taking care of each other. And they're still keeping each other safe. And I respect that. But then there are other people who want to fucking sit there and, and fucking sandbag bullshit and stiff fucking people because they have some kind of fucking agenda against them. And it's unprofessional and it's fucking ridiculous. And if that's the kind of person you want to be, I don't see you really sticking around this area that fucking much longer. It's stupid. Like just come in, whether you're a wrestler, whether you're a fucking fan. Come in. Enjoy the fucking show. And yet, if you want to yell at somebody, yell at them because of their character. Don't yell, you know, nonsense that means nothing to the situation just based on what you want to believe outside of fucking wrestling. It's nutty. I'm a huge believer in God and I have faith. I go to church. I'm a great fucking Christian for the most part. But you never once hear me tell people about God and shove that shit down their throat because I understand that that's not everyone's cup of fucking tea. And I respect the not sit there and tell me, oh, you don't believe in God? Well, let me explain to you why you should. That's not what I'm going to do, and I don't expect you to do the same to fucking me. So don't do that to anybody else. Go enjoy the show. Cheer on the characters. Boo the fucking characters. You know, you could cheer for the refs or this ref sucks, whatever. Leave fucking, you know, like Nubby said, leave your personal shit out of it. Because it just, there's no place for it in the wrestling business. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Dreamwave. Anniversary 8 happened. Steven Wolf, not Stefan, Steven, I've been corrected, defeated Marcus. So I was right. So I was right. Well, that, hey, they said it on commentary. Because it's a so, PH. Right. Steven. Well, well, actually, I do know a guy named Stefan who was in his PH. So. Mm. Is his last name Urkel? No. Stefan Urkel. And that's Stefan. That's Stefan. <laughs> um, he defeated Marcus uh, Mathers. Uh, after that, Vic Capri came out um, with uh, Bombshell Shelley uh, talking about uh, possibly re- leaving the business. He's had a couple, couple uh, concussions um, over the last year. And he's been reflecting on what he should do. And there was a good possibly he was going to walk away only to be interrupted by Connor Hopkins. Uh, and there are the other two coyotes, Berna and DeShane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These guys are a bit ass, asshole-ish there. A dreamwave? Yes. Compared they're to Rockefeller? The yeah. They're not the same coyotes that we know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a different environment. It's a different area. Different galaxy. Oh, man. That's true. <laughs> uh, Connor Hopkins um, wanted to talk a lot of shit to Vic, um, trying to basically bait him into yeah. hitting him. Vic walks out. You know, he went all the way to the backstage. Uh, Shelly was still out there. She was actually talking with um, Vic's daughter, who was sitting front row, and... um. Um, Connor kept disrespecting him. Uh, it got to the point where the other two coyotes took down the banner. You know, those banners that are up there. Yeah. He took down 
Nick Capri's banner, and what do you know? Connor Hopkins' banner is right behind him. What a dick. And then, so then, Vic still wasn't coming out, so they went at, as far as going after Shelly and his daughter. I mean, they didn't really do much to his daughters. They left her alone for the most part, but they did get in her face, brought yeah. Shelly in the ring, and pretty much held her hostage until he came out. He finally did, and then he ended up challenging uh, Connor Hopkins for later in the night. Uh, Florida Man defeated Victor Nestra, Jordan Cross, and Dylan McKay. Um, that spot, that show match, the show spot, that match was supposed to be on the pre-show. But um, due to flight issues and other circumstances, Johnny Dreamwave was going to be late. Yeah, I think I saw Dreamwave post that he was like in a car accident or something like that morning or something. Yeah. Yeah, so he had a delayed flight. He didn't get to the building till 9 p.m. At, uh, that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's why the show actually went about four hours. I'm sure the fans stayed though. Oh, they did, I mean, but then they couldn't. They couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there since the match, yeah. uh, main event was over. I, I kind of made me chuckle just a bit because <laughs> I I knew why they they would just wanted to get the fuck out of there. That place is hot and all, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Florida man won the match. Um, he gets, it made, and he got a spot on the next show. So. Solid. Congrats to him. Eric Cannon defeated Ricky Morton with the feet on the ropes. I mean, the Um, dude's pretty fucking old. I mean, how bad do you have to fucking cheat to beat him? I mean, he does Canadian destroyers still. Still? Oh, I got yeah. I got fucking YouTube that shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Fowler with um, Zeke Zarishi Hakishi, whatever the fuck, um, and Bucky Collins um, defeated Marche Rocket. Um, it was due to Aaron Xavier distraction, and then the roll up. And pull of the tights. Fucking Aaron. That's what he was doing that whole time. He's, he's an evil genius, man. Yep. Well, Aaron Xavier's got personal issues with Marche because Marche's been beating him in like a minute, less than a minute. Who doesn't Aaron Xavier have issues with? You know, I mean, that dude has a problem with that, everybody. Not me. I mean, last, no, you're, month's, no, you're, yeah, you're last month's round table, he praised me. That's true. You should. You know, People should, man. I remember when I mentioned last week about, um, you know, there was that questionnaire bullshit. Yeah. And he and everyone was putting their favorite ref and how I wasn't their favorite. I was. He was the only one to put me as his favorite ref. Yeah. Well, those people so. are dicks. Um. After that match, Jay Fowler stayed out there and um. He uh, made a challenge to somebody else because he wants to keep fighting. So uh, PCO, who was supposed to be facing Warhorse, but he ended up um, getting injured so he cannot make it, he took on Jay Fowler. Um, 
PCO defeated him uh, with via moonsault. Uh, Vic Capri defeated Connor Hopkins. Um, the ref went down. Um, those damn coyotes came out, got involved. Um, Shelly saved the day, beat the shit out of them. Um, and then Vic Capri got the victory. Uh, and then they celebrated with uh, his daughter. Um, we even got a little bit of a dance out of Vic Capri. You know, Shelly dance. Yeah, Shelly does her twirl around, Jake and her boot booty. You know, well, Aww. Vic Capri did the same thing. His, <laughs> his daughter was his daughter wasn't having it though. She didn't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I mean, you know Vic Capri for so long that you don't expect him to do something like that. No. Yeah. I I've seen him do one other thing, and that was the Harlem Shake thing he did. At SSW, that was kind of funny. Oh, God. I know. Uh, all right, the tag gauntlet. Um, we have official Dreamwave Tag Team Champions. Uh, 12 Gauge and Hunter Holcrap defeated uh, those damn Coyotes, and they defeated the Four Star Heroes, only to be attacked by the Four Star Heroes after the match, which allowed um, Seduce and Destroy to um, get the easy victory over them, over uh, 12-gauge and uh, Hallcraft, and then Seduce and Destroy, which, by the way, it's Aaron Xavier, Bucky Collins. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they got the victory over them, and then they got the victory over the Dope Kings. Now, it was scheduled to be five teams, right? Mm-hmm. So, technically, Seduce and Destroy would be tag team champions. However... Dreamwave threw a curveball. There was a 16. And it was Wasted Youth. And Wasted Youth defeated Seduce and Destroy and became the new Undisputed Dreamwave Tag Team Champions. Do I know who Wasted Youth is? Um, well, one of them was Dylan McKay, I believe. I don't remember who his partner was. Okay. Dylan McKay, I do remember. Okay. I think the name might be new to me, but okay. Hey. Congrats. Fucking hey. Got a win over fucking Aaron Xavier. Evil Aaron genius. Xavier, he's not happy about it, though. Oh, he wasn't prepared. They weren't prepared for that sixth team. So he might have a point. Maybe. I, I, think, I think he does. I mean, you know, it's probably going to shit surprising. Come on now. But he's full of surprises, too, so. I mean, he did do bus. Well, we kind of saw it coming. Well, we we didn't see it coming, but we're not surprised. Uh, Gringo Loco retains his alternative title. Um, now, um, this tag match uh, was, is no DQ unsanctioned. Dreamwave did not sanction this match. And let me tell you, it got brutal. Blood, everything. But it was Mance Warner and Manders defeating Mike Bennett and Hartenbauer. Hartenbauer is someone I need to fucking go see. I Every time you talk about him, I was like, God, I gotta go fucking see that fucking dude. Because I, I know he's fucking good. 
Like, I know he is. I just have to go fucking see it. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. I seen him at my first Dreamwave show ever, which was their first show back after that long break hiatus uh-huh. kind of thing. So. And then, main event. Christian Rose took on Johnny Dreamwave. Um, Christian Rose defeated him. Uh, there was interference by Harley... Morenstein. Mm, not Quinn. Get it, Harley Quinn. Come on. Yeah, That's I funny. get it. That's fucking funny. Um, it looks not like Marley he... Quinn. No. Um, I guess he's another member of those damn Coyotes. Maybe he had a Coyote shirt. Band, the bands around the arm. He's a tall guy, though. Yeah. Again, you know, coyotes, you know, they do travel in packs. Yep. And then um, after that, uh, Christian Rose got on the mic and talked about a lot of shit. You know, good old Christian Rose. And then Vic Capri comes out and challenges them to a last man standing match next time they have a show, which I believe is June. Yeah, because they go go every other month. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be for the heavyweight title, so... Christian Rose versus Vic Capri for the Dreamwave Championship last man stand. And that's the end of Dreamwave. Until June. Solid. It was a solid weekend for shows, man. Yeah, it was. Solid fucking weekend. Uh, guys, we're not going to cover SCW because we did do the live stream of it over this weekend. Uh, just like I'm going to do, uh, every Sunday following the, uh, the shows, uh, every month. So those, uh, I haven't decided to break it down into two episodes or just leave it as one episode. I haven't made that decision yet, but that's going to be released later on this week. So you'll be able to catch that. Uh, we did have a chance to talk to, uh, Koa Laksamana, VJ Price. Johnny Chaos, Freiburg, um, James Creed came on, and uh, fucking Lenny. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else who came. Oh, Benny Bonanza. Uh, Benny came on. Bonanza came on. Uh, I think that was everyone. Yeah. Nisa made an appearance briefly. This kid Jake made an appearance briefly. Nubby was there uh, the whole time with me, so. Uh, yeah. You know, eat, eating breakfast at the same yeah, time. Yeah, Hey, man, as long as you were fucking there. I was there. So, uh, yeah, it was an amazing live stream, but uh, like I said, uh, it's going to be released later on this week, so you can catch uh, all the uh, responses from the wrestlers from that night, as well as uh, the results and everything from it as well, so. We didn't talk about one thing. I What's mean, that? it could be a brief discussion. Small. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I have to say it like this. Okay. I fell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. But see, the Charlie problem Brown. is, the problem is, Turtle, is if you were in Turtle mode, mode and not Ref mode, you wouldn't have fell. You know what? That is true. Right. I didn't have my shell on that day. Right. So. As a re- as a referee, you're not prepared for that stuff. But if you were if you were turtled up, and I, I know for a fact you get that one leg over your head. 
I can't believe I did it then. I mean. <laughs> but yes, you did fall. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, group therapy was the band that played and they did awesome. Um, I think this definitely, uh, kind of, um, redeemed the, uh, the, the, the Steam Hollow shows from the last one. Um, I think the structure of it was a lot better. So, uh, if you guys haven't been to a Steam Hollow Wrestle Rock SCW show, the next one is in June. And uh, we'll have more information for when that happens. But the next SCW show will be in Shabans on May 20th. So, And we're bringing back uh, High Voltage uh, before the show. So uh, I believe it's the same time as the last time. The doors are going to open up at 6 o'clock. We're going to put on uh, three or four High Voltage matches to kick off uh, the SCW show. that will start at 7. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. Um, we have uh, an upcoming show. Um, yep. We're only talking about one because that's all I have. I'm sure there's other shows going on, but hey, if those companies don't reach out, they that's on them. Blood. You know, I haven't heard from in a while. Uh, Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, when was the last time they put a show on? Like February? Not even. Oh no shit! Yeah, it's been a while since we heard from uh from Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, I know there were, they did have a show after I made an appearance at one, which I believe I won that match. Probably. Oh, you had to have. I know. Wouldn't, wouldn't have it any other way. Of course. But yeah. I don't remember what I did. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we're going to talk about POW. Uh, but if there is any other wrestling companies that are having shows this weekend that we're not mentioning, Tell them to reach out to us, you know, like we, we only talk about, you know, the near and dear ones and shit, really, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I work for you, it's an easy plug. Free. That's but true. No more, no more freebies unless you're a new company. Yeah. Maybe I'll put you over. Fucking book turtle. Yeah. Book the turtle, not the rep. Yeah. 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 Book the turtle. Because the, the, this ref doesn't get any real um, respect anyway. So yeah, book uh book the uh, book the current RPW Chicago Land Champion. That's right. All right, Paul returns this Saturday for Saturday Night Fights, um, April twenty ninth at ten fifty one Wooddale Road. Wooddale, Illinois, at the T Woods Bar and Grill. Tickets are fifteen in advance via the Facebook page, so go check that out. Um, front row might be sold at sold out right now. Um, that last I saw, there was four seats left, but in, at this point, it might be sold out. Um, seven fifteen, the doors open. Bell time is eight p.m. I should say 7.15 p.m. doors open. They're not going to open at, at the 7.15 a.m. and start the show at 8 p.m. That's just weird. Um, let's go into the uh, About five matches have been announced. Uh, probably a few more will be added. Um, meat Hooks will be taken on Tiny. I assume Mistress Miz- Misery will be with him. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Tommy McGob will be taking on Axel Braille. 
I'm just assuming that it is macabre, since Steve said it on Saturday. I believe it's macabre, yeah. You know there's an R in it? R and an E. Yeah. Back in the day, I used to pronounce it macabre. And then somebody's like, no, it's macabre. And I'm like, but there's a, a re at the end. Like a silence. I'm like, you're all dumb. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's macabre. Macabre. However you want to pronounce it at that point. But it's not macabre. It'll always be macabre in my heart. <laughs> uh, Style and Shane Eaton will be taking on Chuck's Deluxe. I wonder if that's an actual, like, you know, combo at, like, a barbecue place. Chuck's Deluxe. There's a Chuck's Barbecue. There's a Chuck's Barbecue. I wonder if that's a deluxe uh, combo. You should call him up and ask him. No, he'll probably shoot me. Uh, <laughs> Scott Spade will be taking on Mason Perks. That's going to be a good match. That, that'll be fucking solid. This one I'm really looking forward to. I wish I'd get to see it, but James Creed will be taking on the Bonanza. Oh, a pal? That was yeah. really announced. Uh-huh. Somebody drag racing over there? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, um, these five matches, and um, I'm sure there will be more this Saturday for Powell Entertainment, uh, April 29th. Uh, 1051 Wooddale Road in Wooddale, Illinois at Peewood Bar and Grill. And that's all I got. Awesome. Pretty painless show, man. <clears throat> yeah, not bad. Yeah, you know, if we didn't let your dipshit friends on and everything, we probably would have been uh, just about around an hour. Yeah. But then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to talk about the super wrestlers. 100%. And now we know that there's going to be a second show in August. And I probably won't be able to go to that one either, so. <laughs> That'll probably be on there Sunday. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. believe I'll be bowling by then, so. Like I was yeah. last night. Turtles got a fucking roll. Yep. Uh, hey, perfect. I, I am, end the season with a 197 average. So. Solid, man. Congrats. Fucking great. Uh, anything else uh, indie-related we need to talk about? Uh, nothing this week. We will, however, have results maybe from this pile show mm-hmm. if they reach out. If not, oh well. But we have Rocket Pro next week. Oh my god, it is next week. May 6th is next Saturday. And we have a huge card to talk about. I have a huge matchup. Is there any other shows other than Rocket Pro next week? Oh, uh, yeah, another pal show. Well, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get someone on to talk about uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling next week. I know. I think, I think I'll pick the guest this time. You? I think I'll pick the fucking guest this time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by just searching the Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast or the JFW Podcast. And uh, wherever you listen to us, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, 
wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you do subscribe to us. And if they give you the option to rate or review us, please do so because it does help us uh, in the long run. Uh, nobody, that's all I got. All right. Um, before we ring the bell in this episode, uh, if you want to know more about what happened at Super Wrestlers this past weekend, check out the Power Hour this week as they'll talk about it. And Kid Lat is the special guest. Now we can ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Tracy. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.